Way back, even before your nan and granddad were your age, there was a war in Europe like no one had ever seen before. Oh, hang on a sec, someone's making a speech. From the cabinet room of 10 Downing Street. That was Neville Chamberlain. He was the Prime Minister back then. It's quite a long speech, so don't mind if I do this. This country is at war with Germany. Germany invaded Poland and pretty much overnight, Britain and many other countries were plunged into war. It's 1939, by the way. No one wants a war. Not least 11-year-old Jack. Excuse me, coming through. Jack lives here in London, which is pretty much target number one for Adolf Hitler. He was top dog in Germany back then. Bit like a prime minister or president, only he's got a few too many crazy ideas. Oh, and Jack's running because he's a bit late picking up his tea. And his dad, Frank, and brother George are getting hungry. Football's been on, so the streets are busy. All right, Ernie. Sorry I'm late. Thought you'd give it up on me. That's Ernie. Or Ern. He's Jack's... Well, he's... He's sort of an uncle. Just... Well, one of those people who's called an uncle, but he isn't really. Anyway, he runs the local chippy. It was chucking it down. Yeah, the footy was a washout. Well, I'm afraid there ain't much left. Them gannets have cleaned me out. Thanks, Ernie. Jack diligently places a couple of coins on the counter, but Ernie pushes them back to him. Nah, my treat. If you're sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Cheers. How's your old man keeping? Still misses me mum. Yeah, me too. She was a good in your ma. Yeah, she was. Things will get better, you'll see. I know. Better get that lot back before your George comes out looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> See you Tuesday. Yeah, you're on, son. Thank you. Cheerio. Oh, and one more thing. Jack's mum, you heard about her just then. Mary. She died about three years ago. If you've lost someone, you'll know what it's like. But needless to say, it's been really tough on Jack. Yeah, some, uh, some Sorry, Dad. Uncle Ernie was gassing again. And this is Badger, Jack's dog. All right, girl. Where have I been? She's a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. A Staffy. Oi, get off me, chips. Jack's dad's a fireman and she was rescued from a burned-out building a few months after Jack's mum died. Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, nice one. I'm starving. That's Jack's older brother, George. That was Ernst. Yeah, good. Jack spots a letter on the kitchen table. It's addressed to his mum. That's the second one this week. When someone dies, it can take a while for everyone to know. Don't worry, son, I'll sort it. One leg or two. Small things like that are hard for Jack. It's a reminder that his mum's no longer around. Right, me. Ern's getting tight, ain't he? Button it. We have enough. I stick the radio on, son. Programme started by now. Ooh, I hope there's something good on. I've started gambling. Back to horse last week at ten to two. Oh, yeah. Came in at quarter past six. <laughs> now, don't laugh. The guy who invented throat sweets died last week. Really? Oh, that's sad. Yeah. There was no coffin at the funeral. <laughs> hey, I said don't laugh. Don't laugh. Thank you and good night. And it's good night from me, too. Hey, don't laugh. OK, OK, I've got one, all right? What do you call someone who eats chips 
in a monastery. I don't know. This better be good. Well, it's simple, isn't it? Chipmunk. <sighs> get it? Chipmunk? Because monks live in a monastery. Yeah, we get it. We'll gag like that. It's no wonder George is still single, eh? Says who? I've got a girlfriend. She's just a bit shy. Invisible, more like. <laughs> the Royal Air Force has confirmed this evening that the total enemy aircraft shot down so far has reached 183. Their latest engagement over Dover left Jerry fleeing for France as our boys sent the Germans packing. <laughs> this happens quite a bit in this house. What you have to do is you put your arms out to the side and run around like you're a plane shooting each other. Oh, man down! Man down! So dead. According to an announcement from the War Office this afternoon. So, Minister, are we looking at an enforced killing of Britain's pets? I don't think we need to be hasty, but certainly pet owners need to do their bit like all of us. It's likely food shortages will begin soon, and we must ask ourselves simply whether there's enough food to go around. It sounds like you're saying it's people's duty to put their pets to sleep. Turn it off, George. At the moment, it's too soon to know how things will pan out. Turn it off. I think we need to... <laughs> Maybe we should put Badger in with his tiny portions. It's hardly like we've got enough for ourselves as it is. No, you can't. Cut it out, George. You're a pig. Jack cuddles Badger tightly. It's okay, Del. Don't listen to him. You take no notice. She's one of the family and we'll make do. I promise. Frank glares at George. It really wasn't a nice thing to have said. Sorry, bruv. All right? No, I'm done, eh? Jack wants to believe his brother, but he's worried he wasn't entirely joking. And as his dad's getting ready for work, he worries about what might happen and he flashes George a distrustful look. You be sure he makes it to school in the morning or else. All right. Yeah, sure. I'll sort it. Stay safe, Dad. You too, pal. An hour later, Jack and Badger are snuggling up on the sofa. There was no TV back then, so Jack's reading a comic. Jack! Yeah? Nine o'clock. Bed. Peeling back his blanket, Jack reluctantly rises to his feet, much to the annoyance of Badger, who clearly thought she was set for the night. Yeah, apparently it's everyone's patriotic duty or something. As Jack crosses the hallway, he glances up to see George, his brother, standing at the back door talking to a girl outside. It's Elaine, the neighbour's daughter. She's a year or two younger than George. And you're going to have to, you know... Do it. Jack tries to listen in to the conversation. That's what they're saying on the radio. It's a bit extreme, though, doing that to pets, especially after everything he's been through. Maybe you'll have to persuade me not to. What if I'm not that kind of girl? Well, what if you are? <laughs> Jack! That sound is an air raid siren. It's a signal that German aircraft have been spotted on a bombing raid. You're saved by the bell, George Chippet. Not likely. I'll be seeing you down the shower. Maybe I'll go to the other shower. You won't make it in time. Get a move on, Jack. When that noise sounds, you've got to run for cover. And back then, many people like Jack went to the nearest underground train station for shelter. What was you talking to her about? None of your beeswax. Bye, George. Well, ain't you going to come protect me from the nasty Germans? Elaine, wait up. Come on, Badge. <laughs> Badger in the Blitz is a Roxo production for fun kids, supported by the Audio Content Fund. But there's still loads more to come. Got ya! Get off! Enemy spotted, Badge. Is that real? Of course it's real. I hate you! I hate you! You on the run, then? Where is she? You shouldn't be here. They want to put her to sleep. 
We've all got to do our bit. Please, Dad, she's my friend. Run, Badger, run! That don't sound good. That's quite an adventure you've had already. Badger! I'm coming! We did it, Badger! 